Nomads. Welcome to the Nomads of Fantasy Podcast, a weekly video game and movie podcast. We make every universe our home every week. This is episode number 96. And with us this week, we got our buddies, uh, Brandon. You want to dance? You got to pay the band, you understand? You want to borrow? <laughs> you got to pay the man. And we also got our buddy Eric with us this week. You're gonna eat lightning, and you're gonna crap thunder. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Maggie. Uh-uh. Talking about the 1976 classic, Rocky, the original, which is a real change-up. It's a good change of pace for us because we've been doing some space stuff. We've been doing some anime, and I think we are probably the only podcast ever created to go from Cyberpunk Edge Runners to Rocky, so... Damn uh, mark straight. That down, mark that down as a first. So, uh, yeah, this week we're watching Rocky. Next week we're going to get into Annihilation. Um, yeah. Which we've kind of watched um, movies from Alex Garland before. Yeah, Ex Machina. Ex Machina. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So this one was, um, I think we've all seen it, but this was a super interesting one that um, I'm looking forward to rewatching yeah. as well. That's a movie that it's probably going to be really fun to talk about. Mm, absolutely. So uh, looking forward to that one. Uh, so this week we're going to be chatting about some boxing, but um, I know we kind of put some feelers out there on the internet. Uh, what do we, uh, we get anything back in the, in the old ring, the ring of honor. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. People had people oh, had surprise. <laughs> surprise. People love this movie because it's fucking <laughs> really? awesome. There was uh-huh. one person that was not too hot on it though. <laughs> okay, let, let's go through these. Let's I'm tear curious, that person yeah. apart. All right. Uh, Beat them up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, we just at, over on Twitter at Nomads. We're on Twitter at Nomads of Fantasy. Um that we just asked what they people thought of this movie. Uh, Canary PI podcast says a true American classic. It's more of a drama than a sports movie. In my opinion, it's about heart and determination, especially the first one, I think, too, because. Oh, you get more of the, the, the Rocky story. Rocky. It's like a Rocky Adrian love story. So um, very dramatic. Modern escapism says just outstanding. OK, yes. OK, agree. Rick sure. Rick Doherty says one of my top 10 favorite movies ever made my third favorite movie in the franchise. Interesting. Did you see my comment to him? Like uh, I he wanna... did. He did rank them. Yeah, well, let's which, hear it. Uh, oh, he's got. I, I, yeah, I want to hear this. Interesting. Or at least just the the top four or five. Because uh, no, I'll run. I'll give Rick his uh, his due here. I'll read the whole thing. Did you get? Did yeah. he do them all? Yes. Number yeah. one, he has Creed two, which is an interesting pick. I mean, I can't okay. fault him for it because it's an awesome movie. Two is Creed, which again, amazing movie. But one and two, I don't know. Uh, then he has Rocky, Rocky two, Rocky four, Rock- Creed three, Rocky Balboa, Rocky three, Rocky five. Yep, I mean those are. It's a good ranking. Close. It is a good ranking. I think I like Rocky two and Rocky four are the. Yeah, those the are those are tops. Rockies, I, I, I would say right under those are probably the Creed movies because yeah. Creed movies are really good. But he he got he got those. four. Or he got five right in last place. So, <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> um, the 80s movie podcast is best in the series. Wow. Okay. Uh, the list of everything says it's really good. One of my favorite sports dramas. The whole series is good except four and five. What? Except four and five? I mean, five, yes. Four. What? And four a lot of people Drago, isn't actually it? love four, too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, you got you to get in there. That's insanity. The Dirk. 
the Derek. The Derek Duvall show says masterpiece. Yes. Diabolical Evil Schemes says absolute classic, a class apart from the franchise it spawned. The first Rambo film is also excellent, a standout in a series of diminishing returns. <laughs> Andrew Williams, our buddy from Best of the Rest, <laughs> says a gif of uh whatchamacallit, dude from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Says pretty good, pretty good. Uh mm-hmm. Seismic Cinema. <laughs> no spoilers, but meh. That wow. is that the meh is that the I comment? Could, I yeah. can see how Assuming. some people meh. could get sour on the, the ending of this movie. I no, I can't. I don't know, man. <clears throat> I'm pretty uh. hard to please, I feel like, on some movies, and for somebody not seeing this ever and finally seeing it today, like it it, it deserves to be renowned and treated as such. It is I can't, I can't I don't get that comment at all. Like how I, especially meh. for the time the I know it's thing old, you gotta, but you gotta take into consideration is how old it is and like this is kind of the originator of It's timeless. Yeah, it's the like there's not a lot of like timeless sports classic. movies before this. And it's a simple that, ass movie. There's not yeah. like the budget was small. There's not much of a cast to it. The production all the money probably went towards that final fight. Hold on, you know? we'll get into it before we <laughs> yeah. before we sure. blow our load here. Uh, oh god, I don't even know how to say this one because I can't speak Spanish. Um, but películas y libros. I don't know if I got that right, but it says it's amazingly good. That's why we still use its script in class. Ooh, no, that's cool. Uh, a script that Stallone wrote. <laughs> agree with everybody except the meh comment. <laughs> is that what somebody said yeah the pretty good pretty good or no spoilers but meh okay nice <laughs> good all right well that's a good i mean it is a little bit mixed but i mean i think pretty much overall it's pretty positive especially i think looking for yeah what was done when it was done and how it was done so when i see people's lists of the franchise like rocky the first one's usually it's it's close to the top Maybe middle of like top top three four mm-hmm. five somewhere in there. That's how that's probably what it is for me. It's definitely in the top five, but it's not my favorite in the series. But I think it is a very important movie, right? For sure, obviously for the series, but in, just in movies in general. I mean, because as the series goes, things change very dramatically for Rocky as yeah. you know, he goes through the trials and tribulations of a boxing career in life. So yeah, it's cool. It's hard, we can, it's hard not to compare it to something like, I don't know, like, I don't know, star Wars, you know, a new hope maybe might not be everybody's favorite movie, but it, it's such an important movie mm-hmm. for the franchise. For sure. It's interesting. The it's franchise. In, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that it just seems like people, like it seems like a good franchise though. Well, you know how like there's the first one and then they overall just shit. the like, average. One, yes. I would say, Overall average, I mean, like better than good. How many franchise. how many franchises have eight? Is that what we're on? Eight movies nine. now? Nine movies? With Creed 3, it's nine, yeah. nine altogether. Like yeah. that is pretty insane for, I mean, unless you're Star Wars or, you know, Lord of the Rings. Like what else has yeah. nine movies to it? Fast and the Furious. But all right. Well, we can we can put all this on hold. Let's uh, take a quick little breaky here and uh, we'll, we'll come back. Right after this. Ding ding.
And we are back. My boxing brethren. My, my sweet science... Science people? What? I don't know. My sweet <laughs> science brothers? I don't know. What science? Going there. The hell are you talking about? Where are you going with that? Hey, yo. Hey, yo. We're back. Um, yeah, we're back here again to talk about uh, the highest grossing film of 1976 in the United States. Rocky. What was the budget? Starring what was the budget? Sylvester Stallone. Uh, the budget was nine hundred and sixty thousand dollars. And how much did it pull in? Uh, two hundred and twenty-five million. <laughs> oh my oh. god! It's kind of insane. I just saw the fact that the the biggest budget thing on the entire um filming was actually the makeup. Yep. So unsurprisingly, because oh, yeah. It's got to look, you got to look good. Got to look authentic, be, yeah. Yeah. Especially, you know, Paul and Rocky when they're getting... Except for that blood. Season, when they cut the blood. That was, <laughs> yeah. it looked like fucking Sriracha. Cut me! Uh, yeah, I mean, you could tell the dude There's just had orange. something in his hand that he, squeezed, <laughs> you know, that he just squeezed out. Yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it happens. It's the only, only thing that I was just like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> but we're here to talk about the this... You know, underdog story of a small time fighter named Rocky Balboa, who's also a, a loan shark debt collector, which, you know, some people forget about as the movies go on. Like, you know, you, you kind of he lose started in a bad place. Yeah. His life no. was not going down a great path. Hey, you know no. what? Kind of like last episode, we talked about edge runners, you know, just born into a tough life. You know, yeah, the city can eat you up and spit you out, and they'll just do what it wants to do, and you know, just trying to make a name for yourself. Absolutely, I made a connection. So I'm me, <laughs> me and Brett are me and Eric have both seen this. Um, one of my favorite times. film franchises ever. Yeah, you were the you were the reason for getting this on the show. The so. youngin, like, thank you for bringing it up. Yeah, looks rocky. Is this the oldest movie we've seen? 76. 1976? That's a good point. I don't know. It might be. You know? Possibly. That's interesting. Um, think about that. I wasn't really thinking about that either, but Brandon, coming into it in the year of our Lord, 2023. <laughs> How have you uh, not seen <clears throat> it yeah, up that's to the first, this point? That's the first question is, yeah, you haven't seen any Rocky movies. And ever, I like Stallone. Um... I don't know. I don't have any connection to boxing. Like I've watched big fights happen over the years, and uh, I've played boxing video games, um, but I've never had interest in seeing this movie. And I know it's regarded as an important movie. It transcends boxing. It's a cultural landmark, right? I don't know, but I'm glad that I I watched it with uh you. I, I watched it for the show. You know, I, I kind of got to watch it in a more serious manner. It's not like staying at a hotel. And there's nothing on. I'm like everyone's asleep, and I'm like, all right, let me watch something. Oh, watch Rocky or watch it on an airplane. Something random. Like I actually sat mm-hmm. down, like I'm in the fucking theater, and I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, what do you got for me? And I'm, I'm hearing good things. So uh, I am here <laughs> good to say, from fifty years ago, <laughs> it is really good. It's incredibly oh, yeah. good. And it's Warms weird because I'm always, I feel like I'm always sticking up for Stallone. I feel like, yeah, you know, he played a lot of bad roles where he just was Stallone. Um, but I think Copland is a movie that I think he's really good in. Um, but anyways, this movie we're talking about, 
he's so young. Obviously, he wrote, like I know he wrote the script, and it, this is like his movie. But like, like dude, were, dude was a... Rocky Balboa. Like I couldn't see yeah. anyone else being him, and I love when I can experience somebody. Like he's an artist. Like he's we always pick on Stallone and we did the voice on stuff, but like deep down inside, the guy is an artist. He does care about the art, you know, enough where he he had to be. He even said like you can't make this movie unless it's me. And I don't know. I was taken back by how well he performed some scenes too. They offered him, and I was you know pinging an AI bot about Rocky today, just seeing what it would what it would <laughs> feed back to me. But uh, AI found out that uh, he was initially offered $360,000 for the script because they wanted to put somebody else in the role. And he turned it yeah. down because he wanted to play the role himself. So, And he was broke also, when he wrote this. Yes, he had, he had $106 in the bank. He couldn't afford to feed his dog, so he sold his dog. Aww. Which, another fun fact, Buttkiss in the movie yeah. was his dog in real life. Sylvester Stallone's real dog. He got it that back. That he sold and he bought back <gasps> in real life. That makes it even better. I love shit like that. That's, That's the magic. There's a lot of interesting production stuff behind this movie. Oh, he ended up taking. Okay. He could have sold the script for 360 grand, but he took 23 grand. Like that was his paycheck for the whole movie. It was 23 thousand dollars, and then he got a percentage of the profits. Which <laughs> why? Because well, I was looking at Stallone's history because like a couple years before this film. He did uh, a leading role for the first time in like a softcore porn movie. Sure, um, sounds in Italy maybe or something like that. But he was just like in a mash episode as somebody in the background. He like he was getting small roles and he was trying to make a name for himself. But he must have he must have known like hey this it's it's kind of like the character Rocky Balboa. He was kind of like writing about himself as like yeah he's, yeah he's one shot completely hundred percent projecting himself on this character in the yeah. movie. Like it, it, such a mirror image of his own life. Like he is the underdog. He was the underdog in life in Hollywood at this point. Like he was nobody at this point. He shot a shot, and he, you know, ended up ended up working out really well for him. Yeah. So he had a couple like just standard like background roles and a couple things. But it, the IMDb says he was making thirty six bucks a week as an usher. Like when they mm-hmm. when he finally, you know, got bought up for this film. So. It's kind of insane, like the what he came from and what this franchise and what he turned out to be, essentially coming from <laughs> from just this film. But it's insane how this movie even got made. You know, like they were originally projecting like the budget of this movie to be like two million dollars because they were planning on getting a big name celebrity for the leading role. Like they were looking at like Burt Reynolds, Robert Redford, like some of the bigger names at the time. Man, but... seriously. Yeah, that's who they when they read that script, they thought of those guys. Uh, yeah, apparently they wanted a big established name in the main role. It's just to like start out with the scenes that you see with Rocky, especially when he's trying to court Adrian. He just can't shut up. He's so awkward and he's just constantly just like, right. Yapping like a crazy person. Dumb as a box of rocks. He is. And it. Yes, it's what adds to like his charm, though, because like <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Without this movie, oh, you get to feel I should have like my notes in front of me. I took so many notes like, in the what intro a, of this movie. What a lovable idiot this guy is! Like 
Everybody's shitting on him, calling him a dumbass. You know, the one cab driver. Like, and let's just say this is the things that they say in this movie in the seventies. Uh, you don't get away with these days, where you talk about. You know, calling somebody's girlfriend a retard, like you don't, you don't say no, that. I you know. don't say that I shit like, anymore. Like, there's a lot. There's some like, stuff in this movie that wouldn't fly no, these days. Like, again, go smoking back to everywhere you go. Agent. Like yes. smoking in the gym, oh, yeah. smoking like you know, walking into people's houses and just like ripping. It was through. a different time. At, Definitely, it's different. insane. Definitely. Like, kind of, yeah. It's a good it's a good like snapshot of like the seventies though. Like even the way that they're dressed, the cars that they're driving, like you yeah, know, the hair, the promotions and how the things glasses. Look- <laughs> the yep. Glasses. Dude. Yep. There, I, does any nobody talks about this? <laughs> Rocky Balboa, when he's working when he's like shaking people down, he's getting his like his jobs from that guy in the car, he busts out these glasses. His they're glasses. like these translucent yeah. tra- thick like yeah, they're like thick, translucent glasses. It's what, 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 where, why are you wearing these? It's just very fashionable, I thought. Did you not notice the glasses? Uh, you, oh, how yeah. can you not? 100%. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, how do you spell just, Del Rio? Again, that, yep, Del Rio. Why do you spell Del Rio? Yeah, it's just like Dave <laughs> said. It just adds to the, the charm of his character. Like, he's so quirky and awkward and weird. You know, you can't, I just feel like you can't help but root for him again you see the shitty situation that he's kind of got himself into and it feels like he just kind of fell backwards into that you know he didn't really know what else to do like right he didn't intend he's not like oh yeah i'm gonna be a fucking muscle for a loan shark trying to shake people down for money like i don't think that was his aspiration but that's just kind of what like he doesn't have any other skills he doesn't know what else to do he gets into it with than, uh with adrian when they're taking their walk and she asks why he would why he, anyone would want to be a fighter and he's talking about how his dad used to said like you know you don't go much upstairs you got to use your body and stuff like that so exactly uh, like he says kinda... he can't sing and dance <laughs> yeah he's got a charm cuz i can't sing and dance he's got a charm to him and like he's an animal lover which mm-hmm. you know is i noticed that right away like he means like he's got a heart of gold um i saw that uh his two turtles cuff and link um he kept them after the filming and mm-hmm. they were still alive as of like 2019 they're still he still owns those yeah, turtles yeah. and has that's them cool. which is insane that's that's so cool he, I, you gotta like. Can we talk about the intro? I was thinking, I was like really noticing, like, like you know, this is one of those movies. It's like, uh, it's not Star Wars, but you know, there are big, mo- like, tentpole films that Hollywood has. This is one of them. You know, this is the sports drama. This is the Stallone, the crazy movie where Stallone was like, like a really good actor in, you know, or like kind of not like the cheesy stuff that he did later. Um, but like when it hits you with the music, it's like okay, iconic theme song. What else you got? Mm-hmm. And then the words One "Rocky" the iconic. go like right in front of you, like the big typography, black and white. And I'm like, that was really cool. And like that got me in. And then like all this camera work of following him around. I'm like, it's like him in Philadelphia are like both characters in this movie. Like it, Philadelphia is a character in this movie. It's like him because I'm watching. There's so many long takes, and and I learned about this, and I've I learned about the Steadicam, and I heard how the guy who created like the Steadicam, he, he invented it, and he showed he like wowed people, uh, like, just by going over like, you know, different uh, 
levels of terrain and stuff like that. It was really hard. So if old movies up till about this point when Rocky came out were very stiff and st- stationary, and maybe they would put something on a dolly, but dollies were big. So to get something so fluid and like follow like somebody like Rocky going up those iconic steps, mm-hmm. you couldn't do that. It could be shaken up and down. You'd have to have build like a system for the camera for the dolly. Um, but like, just like just the way it. I don't know, just the way that the, the guy was following him around it like made me feel like I was there with Rocky in Philadelphia, seeing the trains constantly going by, seeing those big buildings, and I was just like, this is how you start a movie. Although, mm-hmm. again, early on, as cool as he is, it seems like he's in a rough area, right? Yeah, he's absolutely. People down. Oh, he's yeah. kind of a rough 100%. guy. So, what Blue how are there <laughs> how are there how are there people on this corner all doing acapella together it's just no, like, they're all bums singing out by the like they're just singing by the burn barrel like they're just sitting by the barrel to keep warm just, it just didn't it seemed like a tough area and then it got to that and they're like a doo-wop kind of music yeah. <laughs> like just, it's like that hey give me your money after that <laughs> well i mean you even see it later when like the kids are on the corner and like the kid's like, hey man, give me five dollars, and he he pulls that girl out of the crowd and walks her home. Like a yeah. a it shows like the people that are in the town, and b it shows like you know Rocky's explaining to her not how to not grow up to be a whore. Like and it's right. just like right. like that kind of shit would not fly today either. Like no, not at all. Insane, but uh, and he know. says it like twenty times. Yeah, like he. Right, just repeatedly says this to this kid. <laughs> like, you know, she's like, what is it? She's like twelve years old or Probably. something. Like that. He's getting into it. like he's getting animated too. He's you know getting loud about it and you know, but he's just always walking around in that leather jacket, bouncing the ball, doing some doing some shadow boxing on a telephone pole or something mm-hmm. like that. But I mean, yeah, it's like it's like Rocky is Philadelphia, where like you know he's got that he's got the American dream, like that's a big theme in this movie as well. I guess. In a lot of sports movies, it is. I don't know if this was one of the first ones. Yeah, but they took their time with it, though. You know, yeah, like, like they they didn't hit you over the head where the story was going. You got to no, live his life. His apartment's fucking awesome. Yeah, when you when you his met apartment. the turtles, <laughs> his apartment. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> dude, they got the like the one of the coolest songs from the seventies, some um, cool in the gang song, the um, summer madness. Like when he's laying in bed, like looking at the picture and he's the music. Oh, dude, that that was a good scene. Yeah. That apartment, that apartment cracks me up when I see it. Like <laughs> dude, the way him and Polly live. Or just yeah, he's he's got the machete for his coat hook and the knife for his fucking <laughs> yeah. hat hook. What? He's got a beat up old he's mattress. He's got the mattress. He's, is, he's got a knife jabbed into the wall that's holding the mattress up on the wall, so he can like oh I missed punch that. punch the corner. Like I noticed it when he's got his makeshift punching bag. Yeah, he's oh, trying to, to get there is a lot. He's trying to get Adrian to come over to the couch. He's like it's all right, and then, but there's just like <laughs> there's just empty beer cans just thrown all over like on the couch and like. Dude, he's a bachelor. It's a bachelor pad. You don't throw empty beer cans <laughs> he's got, on your couch like that's his windows like duct taped up. You know, <laughs> yeah. clearly is broken, broken glass. But he just threw some electrical like, tape on it or whatever. Literally living in rags. Like you know, this dude's got probably two pairs of underwear. Like you know, yeah, he's just 
just skating by with what he can, you know, having to break, you know, not really breaking people's thumbs, but, you know, he doesn't want to break people's thumbs because he's got a heart of gold, so. I got a question, though. Yeah. Why does he lose his locker in the gym? Because he's a bum. Because Mickey, Mick, it was the whole speech with Mickey and when they kind of blew up, blew up at each other in the gym. Um, like Rocky, obviously he's been, he's been in and out of the gym for six years, he says, you know, and I think Mickey is just mad at Rocky because he knew that he had the potential to become a great fighter, but he kind of, he just threw it all away by becoming, you know, a second rate loan shark, not committing second rate muscle to the loan shark, you know? So like, I think Mick is just trying to teach him a lesson. Like, listen, if you're not going to take this shit seriously, then I don't want you in my gym. You know, well, I mean, and he's I think he's 30 years old in the right. movie and you've probably got, you know, how many people in their 20s in that gym? Everybody in that gym looked younger and faster and prime. quicker than him. Hey, you right. got something for me? Yeah, there was some guy here from Miles Juergens looking for you. They need sparring partners for Apollo Creed. Put me on. There's a car. Who was it here? About an hour ago. They'll probably look for sparring partners for Creed, you know? I said that before you, dumb dago! You know, I've been coming in for six years, and six years you've been sticking it to me. I want to know how come. You don't want to know. Yeah, I want to know how come. You want to know? I want to know how! Okay, I'm going to tell you. Because you had the talent to become a good fighter. And instead of that, you became a leg breaker. To some cheap, second-rate loan shark. To living? It's a waste of life. But he could take a punch yeah. like a motherfucker. Him, who was he fighting in the beginning? Uh, That's his thing. Spider, Spider, Spider Rico. Rico. <laughs> I had a good fight with Spider Rico the other day. But it's, I mean, like you see that in the very beginning, and then you don't see Rocky box until like the training montage, like an hour later, hour and a half. Like the entire, I don't know, first act is like learning about Rocky, meeting him, getting to know him, and. You know, seeing him court Adrian, essentially awkward, awkward yeah, like that. two of the most awkward people <laughs> like possible. It's just, oh, dude, when he went to the pet store and she's like working with the birds. I don't know. First off, what are you doing with the birds, woman? Like she's like fucking around <laughs> with that cage. Like, like I and go. And she didn't like, what do I do in the scene? All right, I'll just fidget with something in front of the birds. And then he is extremely awkward she doesn't say a word to him though no she doesn't until like the end like she might say because i had the captions on so i kind of heard like a yeah 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 yeah." but it's like so quiet and meek that like you can't you yeah he just had an entire conversation with himself essentially where he's telling jokes and trying to be funny trying to be charming i think it's yes he's awkward and you know dopey but he's got so much charisma and charm he's just trying to you know he's and he also, I think he's, he sees something in Adrian that he nobody else sees in her. Like, people look at her, she's just, I mean, know, fucking she's cute, weird. But her outfit does not awkward. help. <laughs> no. She's got that she's no, all that thing I, where, like, you take off her glasses yeah. and suddenly she's cute. Uh, she's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, I think he, like, even though she's shy and doesn't talk, like, again, she, the whole, a lot of the antithesis to her character is fucking her shitty ass brother Polly. Like he just seems like such a controlling a trash bag, douchebag. Yeah, like I don't know. I'm an he's idiot. Always putting, he's always putting her down, and what? I I thought because I'm an I don't know. I knew Mickey was like a big character to 
the story, but I always from a distance saw Polly as like one of his other coaches. Like I thought he was one of his coaches. He, gets... he ends up being like a ring guy at some right. point. Later oh, in the okay. Later in the franchise, they get they get okay. More I've seen friendly. parts of the other ones as well, so okay, yeah. all right, yeah. Because in this movie, yeah, I mean, he's just Paulie, like a, a what? Yeah, he's a drunk. He's a drunk ass. He's a drunk asshole. He fucking yeah. He works in this meat factory. He hates his life. So since he's right, he's miserable. Okay. So he takes it out on Adrian, yeah. and like which is he's, great. You can tell Writing. he's controlling. They live together. Yeah, and like it gives it, the love interest like something though. Mm-hmm. Like that, like it's always just not. It's not just like Rocky's story. Adrian is also a well-written character. You know, right. I like that they did this, all that for her. I mean, like it's it's a shitty life for her as well. But they could have just not had any. That's of that. why. That's why I love the part where I, th- Polly, I think was asking Rocky. I think it was Polly was asking Rocky like, "Why do you like my sister or whatever?" And he he's like, it a couple times. We fill gaps. Yeah, we I fill like gaps. That. They both have something in their life, like a gap in their life that they need to fill, and they fill it for each other. I think that's well, like, yeah, like even so cool. personality wise, like it's that opposite—not opposites attract, but like he's dumb and he's like a you know a beefcake boxer, and like she's you know meek and quiet, but she's really intelligent. So they kind yeah, of they bring you know, out the best they, in each they other. They fill the holes because mm-hmm. he's yeah. he's overly you know outgoing. Mm-hmm. And she is so reserved that he kind of he brings her out of her shell, you know. Yeah, and he's got good taste. Like he knows that he needs a nice girl. Like right. he knows his limits. You know, he's pretty good at disciplining himself. Sometimes, he, yeah, he's made bad career choices, but his yeah, he's not the brightest guy. He's made a career up until now, like just by being a strong guy, you know, and how to box. So what do you do with that skill set? You know, so they yeah they do complement each other. She needs somebody strong to protect because the world this everyone's calling her a retard. The brother is like <laughs> you know calling her like dumb as well. Like you're not you're busted and nobody's treating her like a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. It's like nobody like the the boss that she has like treats her like shit. You're like oh this guy's flirting with you. Get the fuck in the basement and clean the cat shit. Go clean the cat shit. Yeah, you know. So. Like poor girl, right? And like he, he generally is attracted to her as a person. He wants to just get to know her and take care of her. And he's trying to be all charming and shit. And yeah, it was well written. I wasn't expecting that, honestly. I thought she was just gonna be a flat character, but I will say <laughs> something that didn't age very well was when they went back to Rocky's apartment. You could never do that. She oh. was calling the cops. It was so like I did not remember how creepy that was. Like I, I was like, oh, you know, is it? Uh, I remember it being like, you know, Rocky's just trying to convince her to stay. But no, he like he like blocks her in. He blocks the door. He's like, please don't go. You know, and like he's like it, an it, insane it was person. Creepy. He he was he talked so much. You know, you know, you know, hey, you know, you know, you know, he just kept talking like, hey, you know, you know, it just kept it's like filling that awkward a, silence. Like, you want to take a seat? I was yeah. like, what woman in their right mind would, would stay with this guy? And he, she literally said, I don't feel comfortable here. And he's like, no, you're not leaving. <laughs> you don't go. Don't go. <laughs> don't go. <laughs> I mean, it, again, maybe it's just part of his character. He doesn't understand that he's coming off as a creep, maybe, or... It's a, again, maybe it's just a different time. I don't he know had what those it was, turtles but... he bought from her, you know. Yeah, she maybe it was enough. But maybe also like 
the argument you could make there is like he wanted to push it far because he knew that he could get, you know, get her to break out of her shell. Like if he didn't push that hard, maybe she just would have went home and he never would have saw her again, you know? So you could make that argument, but. There was a lot of crazy stuff, like with some of the shots and how things came together, just like, um, some of his running scenes, I saw a lot of a lot of the shots were done with gorilla. They called it gorilla shooting. Um, yeah, they didn't get like any permission to, you know, run down these streets and shoot and film. Like they just yeah, ran, they, just, they just ran through the streets. There. I, I, I do all the, a lot of those shots. I've ran up those stairs. Like how do you not? I've had Sarah film me going up because like doing normally when people are you know you're filming a movie, you have to get consent from the yeah. people that you're filming. But no, oh, I just know. fucking did they get sued? Like they had to be like, hey, whoa, 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 hey, you can't go up those steps. I don't think so. I don't think so. No, they're no. saying that you know, even going up the steps was something that he like that Stallone put in there specifically for. Like that wasn't. I don't think that was in the original script. But like, I saw that he rewrote like ninety percent of the script. He was con- he, while, even know. while they were filming, he was just dude. He was con- yeah, he was constantly changing stuff. Yep. Interesting. And because like there were just things that went wrong in the product. Like there's so many cool notes. One of the again, one of the most famous scenes in the movie is the ice rink scene. Yes. this is. A oh, good is one. it? Why? What's yeah. so like? I, I don't just because so... it's the point where Adrian and Rocky kind of connect the first time. And like, it was before they're, the they're, awkward part alone. Scene, right. They're yeah. alone on the ice. They're getting to know each other. Uh, but yeah, it's regarded as one of the most iconic scenes in the movie. But originally there was supposed to be like over 300 extras there. And it was supposed to be like a full ice skating rink. And they were, you know, the rink was open, but apparently the day they were supposed to shoot only one extra showed up, which was the guy who was at the rink. So they improvised it. Stallone like rewrote the entire scene on the fly. And he's like, okay, you know, they're going to be alone by themselves in this rink after it closed. So, it's it's so cool that like it originally it was meant to be something completely different. Yeah, there's a there's a couple of those scenes. The one where the night b- before the fight, like uh, they were really behind on shooting schedule, and that moment of doubt that Rocky has before he fights yeah. Apollo Creed, like where he's on the couch and you know he's telling her that he can't win and stuff like that. Yeah, like they did that in one shot because the producers wanted to just skip that whole scene. And Stallone what? said that they had they had to do it. They had to get it in because he thought that was like the most important scene because, you know, that's Rocky's self-doubt. And, you mm-hmm. know, so they did that in one shot and boom, got it. And like that makes that adds like so much more emotion to like the last fight. Like, yeah, it makes huh, it definitely it get, it puts so much more into it. So I don't know. Just like the way that like. I don't want to say the movie was like duct taped together or whatever, but like it sort like, of was like all these jaws random, like that. I mean, like it's okay. Constantly, it happens. constantly improvising. Yeah. Last cool production note. Weird Please. mistake thing that I found the part where he's looking at the poster and yeah. the night before oh, with the, the fight, shorts that he's like, shirt. yeah, apparently that was a real mistake from the prop department, like that they put the wrong colored shorts, but they just wrote it into the movie as Rocky commenting on it, like, oh, you got my, you got my shorts wrong. So, <laughs> but they didn't have time to redo that poster. They were, you know, what's funny. Cause they, I thought I, so here I'm thinking, and maybe this is what's cool about it is like when, yeah, he, he improvised, came up with a, a solution and then did the line and then whatever. But for me watching for the first time, not knowing that 
I read it that it was like a reality check, and that's why he got all bummed out because it was like a reality check. Like Rocky, this is not about you at all. This is all about Apollo, and it's up. Apollo looks like the way Apollo it works to look for that and scene. You right? have red shorts because we don't. They don't care. We don't really care. Like you're just well, spectacle. Even the the manager said we know like, you're going to lose. The manager said, "Does it really matter? You know what color your shorts are?" <laughs> yeah. It's a, Kind of fucked yeah, up. I could see it reading like that. Rocky, what brings you here tonight? Mr. Jurgens, the post is wrong. What do you mean? Well, I'm wearing white pants with a red stripe. It doesn't really matter, does it? I'm sure you're going to give us a great show. Try to get some rest, kid. Good night. It's, I don't know, serendipitous for it to, to like that to happen because, like, it makes like these hiccups that you guys have brought up, like, they make the movie so much right. better. Where it's like, it couldn't have been any other way. It's like everything just fell into place, yeah, perfectly. Like it, it was like it seemed like it was kind of a mess, production mess, no but idea like it worked they, out. They shot so the entire well. thing in twenty eight days too. Like no way under a yeah. month. Really? They put this, they put all these. Well, I mean, you're just in I Philadelphia, guess so you don't have a lot of, and you're doing locations. that gorilla filming. Yeah. You're talking. I mean, about. Yeah. The, obviously the, the most rehearsed scene was the fight at the end between Rocky and Apollo. So like, that was what they spent the most time on filming. And it felt like sure a different they... director took over also at right. that point. It was like, I mean, it, yeah, it's, it feels like almost like a completely different movie. Cause it, it's slow, you know, throughout the, it felt like it basically up to that point. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's slow following Rocky just through his everyday life and this love story with Adrian. And then you get to the the fight and it's like the spectacle, you know, at the end of the movie. Oh, but. so good. There's just so many, so, so oh. many interesting things to go back and forth on. But uh, is there any, yeah. Is there anything in particular that you guys wanted to music? Call? Oh okay. my God. Yeah. I of course love the music. Of course. Soundtrack. I mean, like, the iconic dun da da dun da da dun, and like we all know that song. Yeah. Um, but like, the hearing the piano, uh, between like moments, like whenever like, Rocky is being sentimental or something emotional is happening, uh, you'll just hear. It's that recurring theme, yeah. Oh, I just like love when like it's not just the big dramatic, brass section. It's also, just like a piano. You have a little touch you know? to it. And yeah. it represents, like, him, I think, like, his confidence and stuff like that. And, like, who he is and what is he going to do. It's, like, his character. Like, again, Rocky's well-written. Philadelphia's shot perfectly. And the music, all of that together, just, like, you just sit down. Like, you can't stop. It's just a ride. It's it also really is the... the... Sorry, God. I was going to say, it's also that moment of, like, self-doubt that where that, you know he thinks he can't win that music also comes in the same point you know mm-hmm. and i think that's it's really important for the story as well like that he does have that self-doubt and now he has someone he didn't before but now he has kind of someone to lean on with adrian like she's kind of the one that pushes him over the edge to do this fight in the first place you know like he's he's training for it and, and he gets up right up to the like the night before the fight and he's like i don't think i can do it you know, I don't think I can win. 
but Adrian kind of talks to him. She's and is like, like, they got they got that trust though, like where like right, he knows that you know he respects her and she's a smart person, and if you know, she's kind of like the, I don't know what's the, uh, not not his conscience, but like his little his source of truth whispering in his ear, and I mean you see it through multiple Rocky movies, so yeah, I mean that. Their their bond is something very special that is carried carried throughout. But definitely, and even says like, I don't care if I win or not. He doesn't he doesn't think he has a chance in hell that he's going to actually win. He just wants to be standing at the end. He just oh. wants to go the distance, make it the whole make it the whole fight. I I made a note about I I love this part. I I, I love when he's on camera because he just is himself. He doesn't change up anything he's, right he's himself he's not looking at the camera he's looking for polly he's but when he's first on camera he's like can i can i just say something to my girlfriend i mean come on you know <laughs> and he's just like <laughs> it's like yo Asia, look at this look at the look at all the cameras and the microphones yep. and stuff like that you know and then somebody's like pulling him away all right we're done here he's like oh, wait you want to smack you in the face we'll smack right. you in the mouth <laughs> yeah dude oh, i love it i just I love when he was on camera too, and they're like, "Rocky, how are you gonna uh, beat Apollo Creed?" And he's like, "Oh, I guess I'm just gonna do the best I can." <laughs> I'm like, "There you go, Rocky." There's no, there's no uh, media training going on no. back then, but so earnest. And a- I mean, after that, after that, like he knows that they kind of like joked on him a little bit. So in right. every interview after that, like he's very skeptical about. You know, if they're gonna make him look like an idiot, if he doesn't want to yeah. be made a fool, um, there was that one little scene after that first interview aired where he wa- Adrian he walks Adrian outside and says goodbye to her and stuff, and he's like, "Hey, you know that you know I said that stuff on TV didn't bother me. Well, it did, you know, and that it's just I, so I well feel written. Like, yeah, that stuff like those little moments like you just brought up, you know, like yes, it, it, Dave, the same thing too, like." Like going to like, hey, before I go on, like, am I gonna look like an idiot? Like, I don't, you know, like those little things are what define a character because it's relatable. You know, we probably would say the same thing, but in the movies, they're always like everyone's just stoic and handles it so cool. It was like written mm-hmm. too perfectly, you know. He's kind of bumbling through a lot of this stuff. And he's but, dealing uh... with with self doubt and like throughout the entire movie, he doesn't he doesn't believe in himself. The and, second yeah. interview that he does with like the the lady in the meat locker, Dude, he's just yes. beating the shit. Out I of, love like, that part. And then he just he just goes up and he just puts his fists up and he's just got blood all over his hands <laughs> everywhere. And I'm like, Holy he's trying to get shit. in the camera so well, everyone can see his. Apollo's fist. <laughs> trainer was watching it on TV. He's like, uh, that was cool. Apollo, you should you should come look at the guy you're gonna fight. He's just pounding on his fucking meat. Purpose. And Paul's like, nah, well, well, I've got whatever. a couple of friends up in Toronto and probably be able to get you a pretty good tax break. I'm <laughs> sure they like your friends. Hey, champ. Got to come look at this boy you're going to fight on TV. Looks like he means business. Yeah, yeah, I mean business too. Hey, Shirley, you got any more coffee out there? Mr. Greed, I'll get you some right away. After the fight, I may just retire and run for you. Yeah. Get the arena figures on the program in session, and uh, the ghost run with the arena is going to I thought I thought that was interesting. Also, for Apollo's character, we don't get much Apollo no. character development in this movie, but he becomes such an important character. Oh, does he? The okay, franchise. I actually liked yes. a lot of. He doesn't seem like a bad guy. 
He just seems like an opportunist. He's just yeah. like, if I, mm-hmm. like they're not, God damn it, the this champ. is an American He's, dream. Let's yep. get anybody a chance to box me. Like, like wow, the, the the antagonist came up with this, but he's not really the antagonist. Like, it's like the city's not, the antagonist or something like that. Yeah, like, he's not everybody's doing giving it him... out of spite or anything. He's just like picking some lovable loser that he just thinks he's going to beat the shit out of. Yeah. And right. And the funniest. It's a it's promotion. It's all about yeah, yeah. promotion. He picks Rocky just because he show. likes the name Ital- the Italian Stallion, just because it sounds good. Like on a that's po- the like only on reason. A card like he knows that it's going to be a draw and like. That's the only reason why I picked Rocky too. Like it's just fucking dumb luck, because he had a good name. Is that is that name from this movie? I've heard Italian Stallion before, but does it come from this movie? It's I don't know, I don't if, know, it's know if it's originated but... from here. Well, he he came up with it. He said like, well, "How'd you come up with this?" Like, oh, came up came up with it when I was eating. I I love that so much. <laughs> that like, there's asking. no there's no well there's no interesting. Came it up on my own, you know. I think that <laughs> defines Rocky's character even more because there's no interesting story behind how he came up with it. He's just like, well, I don't know. I came uh, up came with up. it while I was eating dinner one night. <laughs> it is, so it is from or, this know, movie. That's where it comes from. Oh, okay. And then, like, yeah, punching, like, meat and all stuff. Like, I thought that's, like, a trope that we see before, but he's like, oh, you know, I guess I came up with it, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, that definitely originated from this movie. But going back to, like, Apollo and, and actually going back to the music that I, you know, when you asked, like, what was, like, something that we want to talk talk about, um, that last song, man, I got a little teared up. Like, I was getting into it. Yeah, man. Like I said, you're going to run through a wall after this movie, like for real <laughs> and like yeah like they cut the eye and they're like telling him to stay down like and you know like he he does that thing but like he he does it so well they actually both do him and carl weathers they both play that part so they look like they beat the fuck out of each other they looked exhausted they the way did they in real life they did oh okay. uh, when they were training or rehearsing the scene like rocky had bruised ri- or you know sylvester stallone had like bruised ribs and uh, I think Apollo got his nose or fucking Carl Weathers, whatever, got his nose fucked up. So it's funny because right. they got they had the opposite injuries in real. Yeah, life he never got his nose broke until the movie. Right. Yeah, exactly. uh, or until the fight rather. Um, OK, but that that song, man, when it comes in and it becomes hopeful <laughs> and it's like, who's going to win this? Because oh. it looked like Rocky was going to win. And then it seemed like, oh, all right, well, they know this guy is going to win. And I love how they're talking about, like, he thinks it's like a real fight and you're going into a piece of show. Like, you got to be fighting the same fight, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, it's it's hilarious. Know. Like, just the intros. Like, Rocky comes out and he's, like, serious. <laughs> you know, is his robe look too big? Like, and apparently, like, some uh, of those things actually did happen from the set department. Like, the robe was actually too big. That wasn't on purpose. Mm-hmm. And, like, they kind of wrote it in, like... Adrian's clothes in the movie was the actual actress's clothes in the movie because they couldn't oh, afford really so iconic looking. Like, they couldn't afford hair, the colored. the wardrobe for it, so they asked like actors to bring stuff from their homes to like be in the movie. It's so insane how it wow. worked out. But the intro there, where you know Rocky's serious and he's kind of like making jokes with Polly or now making jokes with Mickey, like as he's you know. As Apollo starts coming down the ring, Apollo's coming down on like a oh, a yeah. fake horse in a George Washington outfit, yeah, and he's just, yeah. he's just chucking just... coin quarters at people or something like that. He's just and then under his wa- George Washington outfit, he has an Uncle Sam outfit. 
Yeah, uh, like I he's not you. the bad guy, but I love Dick. I like I love Apollo. I don't know if I'm supposed to or not, but like I thought he was a great. You are he's great. He's okay, great. if you if you want more Apollo, then keep watching we'll watch the Rocky it. movies. Yeah, Rocky okay. too. He, he's a well written character. I know uh, yes. what he's happens awesome. to. I know what happens eventually. Rocky two, especially but, like okay. Rocky and Apollo, their relationship. So good. okay, all right. Yeah. I don't know anything. My about favorite two. part is at the end of Rocky two. Ding ding. Dude. best buddies Dude. maybe what is uh we'll one, one of the your favorite things about this movie uh, other than like the the lightning in the bottle that happened to make it all work out yeah what makes it special uh, eric what uh, holds a special place so in many heart? things so many things <laughs> i don't this movie has always held a special place in my heart like i've i mean this entire franchise like i said like i i saw it at a at a pretty young age initially and i don't know it's just always been a staple um like between me and my brothers like we watched the rocky movies all the time when we were kids um but i just think like i said before rocky's character he's he's just a lovable oaf but he's so earnest and like his arc throughout this entire movie i just think he's such a good character like he has that self-doubt but then by the end he overcomes all of that and he makes it he does what nobody thought he could do live in the you American know, take dream. on the world champ, the heavyweight champion of the world. Some nobody from Philadelphia comes in, goes the distance with him like the, which has just, never been done against Creed. It's never been done. Yeah. Creed has knocked out every single one of his opponents. And right. This dude comes in out of nowhere, goes the distance with him. It's just it's like what more could you ask for in like an, an inspiring sports story and it's a draw right no it, apollo wins, wins by, decision. by decision by decision by okay decision, all right yes. i was i was getting too caught up with like adrian trying to find well him, uh, that's the beauty of the like, end of it because right. i love it because like they don't make it a big point that like oh yeah apollo won it's all about rocky it's all about what he did and he doesn't he even wants... care like he's not even right paying he attention doesn't care to it. That's <laughs> why I didn't like rewind to catch like the, what did I miss? Because I, I feel like I didn't hear who won, and I'm like, I think that like, was it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. and I, I kept that feeling. I just finished the movie like two hours before recording, so like I was just actually like all amped because I'm like, oh man, I got to remember this feeling mm-hmm. where like it ends in a way where like I love when a movie makes you feel a certain way. It's like it's really hard to like not just like tell you how to feel. You know, cue the music. It's actually like it doesn't matter who won. Like yeah, like get, get Rocky, the easy, like. Rocky didn't even hear the the decision, you know, in his head. He all yeah. he cares about is Adrian. The last thing they point. say to each other too, um, him and Apollo, he's like, "Is there going to be a rematch?" He's like, "I don't want one," <laughs> or something like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't want. One. Yeah, dude. Oh, I love. He's that. like, "Yeah, That's there ain't going to be no rematch." Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's cool. It's just like, man. Yeah, it, it ends great, and then the music is just rocking and rolling. Yeah. It is just oh. everything great, and it, there's the production. There's just so many people. The camera's like getting really close. It's just a different. It's a different movie, you know. Um, but yeah, everything from it, like it ends perfectly too. Like it ends right after the fight. As soon as Rocky and Adrian get together, that's it. It's over. They don't. You don't need an aftermath of the fight. You don't need a scene with Rocky like they're at the park mulling it over ducks. Right. Yeah, I no. love that. It just boom. It ends right there. So and that's why I think some people would get mad on it. Is the ending where 
Rocky technically doesn't win. Like, I think that's... I don't know how anybody else could really you're say missing it's the so theme fucking of the good. Movie. Yeah. It wasn't that's, about I'm, him I'm just guessing as why people would give it a match. And it's boring if you would have just If that's won. why people... Right. If that's why people don't like the movie, then... I don't know. You, I guess you don't like good stories. Or maybe you haven't... Yeah. Maybe you haven't seen it in a while. So you've seen it long enough to really get the... And maybe it is an age thing. I mean, it, it came out in the 70s, but I think... I think this movie Dude, is timeless. You're under 30 and you can appreciate this movie. I think it's you know, yeah, it's like it's, I, it's timeless, man. It's it's beyond your the the day you were born, you know, like, and you can still connect to this movie. I because it, it's a good it's movie. Beyond the it's, day all of us were born, we're old men, Brandon, and this was before we were born. <laughs> us, shit, like, well, it's funny because like the people in the bar that all know Rocky when they're like cheering them on, mm-hmm. like their TV screens were black and white, you know. Yeah, and then yeah. like hearing the money, like you know, it's like, hey, Rocky, here's uh twenty bucks, you know. And uh, after the first fight, when you first meet Rocky and you see him fighting that guy, like does cheap shot move and all that stuff on him, and, you know, headbutts him and stuff like that. He was like the better fighter, like the n- more known fighter, mm-hmm. and uh, even Spider-Rico. though Rocky beats him, yeah, Spider-Rico. and then Rico, and he uh he gets a bigger cut of money than Rocky does, and Rocky only for a fight getting his ass kicked, he only got like after paying for like. I don't know lockers and medical locker the towel the yeah all that stuff yeah he gets like thirty bucks or forty bucks forty bucks or something like that I'm like man you know he's shaking people down and like he's only getting like I don't know he got like a twenty he got like a Mm -hmm. yeah like a twenty dollar bill right you got like one hundred thirty bucks on the guy and the guy yeah he shakes him throws him twenty in the back seat and then he yells at him for not breaking his thumbs I think that that first (laughs) fight and that first scene is kind of how they set up like. Rocky not thinking that, you know, that's kind of why he got out of fighting because he's making chicken scratch, but he's getting his face beat in. Yeah. So he just well, doesn't think it's worth it, which is kind of why he then just he's, gets away from it. He's he's lost a fair amount of matches like his career's on the decline, essentially, where when uh, I forget Apollo's manager, whatever the manager is, brings him in and he says that he's there for sparring. He's like, I forget what he, you know, they, he wants he wants Rocky. He doesn't have a good record. No, he wants Rocky to be the headliner though too. And he's like, I forget what he calls it. He calls it um like a state, not like a stage actor, but like he's just in there to kind of get beat up. Essentially, I think is what he's right. trying to say. Like right. he's not a real like up and coming boxer. He's just you know kind of meat and potatoes kind of guy. But that's that scene too, which now that I'm talking about it is is super cool too because. You know, the promoter's offering him, like, the chance of a lifetime. And he's like, no, I'm mm. good. Yep, Rocky, instant, he initially like, no. turns it down. Like, he's like, no. Because he doesn't think that either, like, he doesn't think he's good enough. He thinks he's going to be made an idiot. Like, exactly. I don't know. Yep. You know, which I think it's all that. Thought of it. Yeah, which part of it it is. But, like, initially, like, yeah, he doesn't want anything to do with it, which is, you know, kind of even crazier. Where I'm assuming, he does he talk to Adrian? And I'm assuming that's kind of where... He finally gets the buy-in, but you know, I think the next scene that we see is like him getting introduced in front of cameras and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Yeah. He. Well, the the manager kind of talks him into it. Is like, you know, do you believe in the American dream, Rocky? And he's like, Yeah, Rocky I is do. the American dream. That's right. So I think that. Yeah, I think that's part of the part of the reason that he took it. Um, but. There's there's a scene with with Mickey when Mickey actually becomes more of a substantial character. 
Oh yeah, um, it's a great when he, scene. When he shows up, which you, you're telling me that was all improvised? Yes, I read that Sylvester okay. Stallone improvised that entire scene with Mickey where he's just going off on you okay. know, how he wasn't there for him. This place stinks! You want to live with me? It stinks! So what was that, what was that all about? Because... <laughs> because like he does go you know he loses it on mickey he's like don't take your like shoulda coulda woulda bench bullshit and put it on me especially now when i could have you could have told me this stuff 10 years yeah, ago he like, resents right. he resents him being an asshole for like the last six ten yeah, years mickey or whatever treated him like like shit right. yeah like he's nobody but, but mickey leaves right and yeah. it's a really cool shot i love right, the right, shot really because is. the you don't even know what they fucking said but like you see them like Mickey goes off, like out into the distance down the road, and in front of the big city. And then here we are with in the foreground is the his like his door to his apartment, and he comes out of it chasing him. And for a second there, I'm like, what's he gonna do? Shake down this old man? And, like, him, like, you know, keep because he was still yelling. Well, he's still yelling, the... and I thought he was gonna yell at him more, but he goes down there to like put his armor on him and like. I shake think that's his what hand. Mickey Phil thought felt. too. There's a little subtlety in that scene because, yeah, when Rocky runs up to Mickey, Mickey kind of like recoils back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So he didn't know at that point, like, what but are you going to do to me? But the decision to not hear what they said was great. You just see these two men, these two mm-hmm. fighters, yeah. like, because he was a fighter. He was trying to give him some advice on his experience. And you just seeing two guys, I don't know what they're talking about. And I like that because it lets my imagination yeah. kind of figure out what they're saying. Oh, you get like the, the, the both... handshake at the end, so you know that, like, yeah. you know, yeah, burnt, smoothing over burn bridges and all that stuff. They both, uh, they both have respect for each other, and I think they both realize that they need each other. Is you know, they kind do of the point? Yeah, I like that. Mickey said that he needed to get that ex- this experience or this, um, yeah, this share this experience that he has. Like, I, I have it. I need to give it to someone else, and I know I can. And it has mm. to be you, Rocky. You now have like you're doing it. You're going for the big shot, but you need somebody who can guide you. You think you can do it alone, but you know. So I don't, Rocky, I thought... Rocky resented him for not re- helping him earlier, but then again, I think Rocky just realizes like, hey, I I can't really do this if I don't have someone in my corner like that. You know, right? Does he become more of a you know? No spoilers, but yeah, yeah. I mean, he's Rocky's trainer. Okay. All right. Is in yeah. He's he's around. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't want to like the act. Okay. The actor. They, they, they kill the character off in like in the next episode. I'm like, oh great. Okay. No spoilers. Nope. Right. Um. Cool. Yeah, he was. I, I wonder if he talks like that in real life. I I don't know the uh, the actor's name. Burgess Meredith. He was he yeah. was in uh, Twilight Zone episode. Um, and he talked Does, like that. He talks like that all the time. He must. It must oh. be his thing. That's the episode where. Uh, He's like really smart and he just wants to read books and he doesn't like people oh. and then the world gets nuked and he's the last human alive. It breaks and uh, he's he's got all the time in the world now to read books without people bothering him and then he he breaks <laughs> his glasses and his reading glasses and he can't read the books now mm-hmm. and he's just no. oh, that's, that's him. Yeah. And then he plays the devil in another episode. Oh. So he's a good actor, but he's always sounds like that. It's like he just had some lemons. It's got that like smoked like fifty packs a day. That classic yeah. like old school like f- grew up in the forties and fifties smoked, yeah. you know, very filterless gravelly. cigarettes. Yeah. Didn't have their first sneakers till they were twelve. <laughs> yeah, right. Up school, up uphill to school both ways. One of those old old fuckers. <laughs> nice. I mean, we did talk. We talked a lot about the production. We hit up the music. 
you know, we talked about story. I feel like we the story we kind of on pretty much everything. Like, did we talk about drinking a glass of eggs? Right. Hey, you got to get that protein, <laughs> then, bro. Got to get that protein. You go for a run in the cold Philadelphia Listen, winter. Can't you get the shits doing that though? <laughs> Probably. Who like, knows? Listen, your, your body absorbs the protein better when they're raw. You know, so. Crack five raw eggs into a glass. And I don't Before a nice was, brisk morning run. Yeah. Whew. That was funny though, because in the beginning, like he, he's hurting when he gets to those steps. He is just like yeah. hobbling yeah. up them. He's and you know that uh, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone actually chugged those eggs in the movie, because like yeah, Ugh. Ugh. yeah. Well, we we all saw him when he started working out and he's doing one handed push ups and then he does the push up with the clap in the middle. Like, yeah, dude. Stallone was switching arms. Stallone was fucking yoked for this. Speaking of eggs, he was fucking yoked. Dude, he gets even more yoked in the later movies. Oh, yeah. (laughs) By by Rocky IV, he's like a monster. He's a tank. Yeah. Uh Was he doing steroids? Probably, right? I don't know. Stallone knows. I feel like everybody was back in those days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. That's why, yeah, that's why. Yeah. Why not? We all saw Ivan Drago. We all saw But, him. I mean, Stallone was never, like, a bodybuilder. He was just cut and, like, you know, he was a machine. He was buff. So, I guess to, to wrap it up here, we've we've seen the rest of them. Brandon, are you going to continue on your Rocky journey going yes, forward? Yes, that was my main question I mean, well. we have a podcast, so it seems like... If we did, if we watched every fucking Rocky movie <laughs> <from> the <laughs> show, <laughs> that would be my dream. Well, we don't have to do like four and five, or is it four okay? No, we five? have to do four, yes. Yeah, that's one, Drago, right? One, two, four. I don't forget who he fights in three. It's Mr. T. Mr. T's three. Oh, three. Yeah. He fights, I want to say Clubber he fights Lang. Apollo in the second one. Yeah. It probably yep, wins. It's the rematch. Apollo and then rematch. I know what happens to Apollo in four. And I know who Drago is. Like that stuff is just like, how do you not know some of these things? It's American culture. Five at this sucks. Point. Tommy five Gun. is like a street fight, right at the end. Five, yeah, five sucks because Rocky's basically retired and he's training this other dude, Tommy Gunn, and it's just, yeah, it's stupid. Uh, <laughs> it's whatever. Maybe I, I mean I would I wouldn't mind watching it again because I haven't seen it in a while. And then Rocky Balboa is like the new ish. Well, the like newest the reboot, almost. Rocky yeah. movie, yeah, that came out in like I forget what year it was, like 2010 maybe. What did he do? Box in it? Yeah, so he's he basically he? he was old, 60s. Seriously? Yeah, but yeah, that whole th- I won't whatever. I don't know if you care about spoilers for that one, but that's like one of the newer ones, and then you got the Creed movies after that. Is he in the Creed movies? Yeah, he's Creed's trainer. He's in okay. one and two, Creed one and two, and I don't think he's in three though. Okay. Michael Crazy. B. Jordan is fucking jacked in those ones too. He looks. Good. Oh yeah, yeah. Those Creed, ones all look good. A lot is, of people love Creed, man. Creed, it might be. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Creed's on par with some of the best Rocky movies. I think that's gonna Crazy. be my my follow up to this is having to, you know, if we do if we do Creed, watch two and the rest of the Rockies for this, but I definitely gonna watch Creed on my own time. I watched Creed one and two recently, like within the past couple of weeks, and they both of them are just so so good. Well, we can revisit the this Rocky Balboa world, uh, Apollo Creed Creed Balboa. Was there a, is there a, you shared is there a term for this a label that people have made the Rocky verse? I don't know Rocky verse, but it's also yeah, Creed sure. verse. It's a Rocky uh, verse. Rocky came first. There's no Creed without okay. Rocky. Even if sure. we don't do them all for the show, Brandon, you should watch all of them yeah. eventually. Okay. Two, three, four. Yeah, for sure. 
two, three, four. Especially... I would still watch five, and Balboa I think is underrated as well. A lot of people give it shit, but I think it's a good movie. Okay. Cool. And then obviously Creed's. Watch those. <laughs> so watch or all the movies. Watch so watch all the fucking watch movies. Watch them all. Just watch them all. <laughs> it's only nine movies. Yeah, fucking get in there. And they're, they're, all, all, now and they're, started, all, they're yeah. all on Amazon Prime now. So. I know. Uh, yeah, I'll just or, have to I'll have to at least watch the second one. I want to see where this goes. Yeah, I think all the net, all the Rockies are on Netflix, too. And they're all, all the Rockies are on Netflix. And, and then series. Amazon Prime Netflix no. has Rocky and Creed. Netflix does not have Rocky. Had, uh, yeah, they do. That's where I, I watched, watched Rocky. It. Creed. I watched it on Netflix. Nope, other way around. Rocky Netflix has all the Rockies, but no Creeds. Amazon Prime has everything. Oh, so maybe I was looking at HBO, and HBO has all the Creed movies, but yeah, that's so weird. I don't know why they're on so many different things. Okay, but anyway, Prime Prime's spot. It's it because because here's the thing about Netflix. Uh, Netflix has tiers now to the quality of the stuff that you watch, so you can't get UHD. Right now, you can't get 4K unless you pay the extra for that Stupid. a month. Oh, so I we don't about do that. that. Yeah, oh yeah. So you might be paying for that, but like we we just stuck with like 1080. I'm not. I don't need to nah, see I something didn't that upgrade but, to that shit. Yeah, but um, and then there's like a lower one where like it's like 720 maybe with commercials or something like that. But anyways, um, Prime doesn't have that tier. It's hmm. just all no. one thing. So Should I was like, I, so I would just say that. Maybe watch if it's on Prime and maybe Netflix. And if you're not paying for that extra quality, you're going to get that higher quality on gonna say, Amazon. If you have both, go nice. with Prime because all yeah. of them are there. So, Good I point. mean, this movie, this movie, you know, it's from like 1976. So that's not a great example of like, oh, damn, if only I saw this, like, you know. Yeah. And I don't think they quality. You can see each individual film a... grain on there. Right. Yeah, you could tell that some scenes were like overexposed, underexposed, and stuff like that. But... Some of the audio got wanky in this movie too. Dude, the like... audio was really rough in some parts. Like when when um, you could Polly, tell it was overdone from drunk, like, the side. Yeah, when Polly is hammered and getting sh- thrown around by like uh, Rocky at the end when he was like being mean to Adrian, he's like slamming her. You like you hear him talk. It's just like with headphones. I was like, <laughs> is this redone? It, seemed... it sounds like they overdubbed some like Probably. part. Like during yeah. the fight, like you could hear Mickey yelling from the the side, and like you could tell that it was just like a voice line they just like dropped in. Yes. The movie stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Low, hey. Yeah. Low. Low budget film though. I mean, yeah. For what it for what it was working with and the way it was put together, like this film is adds to the charm. Is its own Rocky mm-hmm. story. This film just even being made. So. It's true. Awesome. Well, here's to more endeavors into the Rocky verse. Uh, yeah. To, thanks for letting me talk about Rocky. Yeah, absolutely. This is fantastic. I always love. I always think of these movies because they always play them around the Fourth of July. It's always on like a TBS marathon <laughs> or something like that. The f- yeah, because you can when always just when drop in and happen? see Rocky. When does the fight happen at the end of the movie? What holiday is that? Isn't it? Oh, uh, it's the the bicentennial. So yeah, I think it is Fourth of July. Fourth of July, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So because they're like, yep, it's like, what's it like uh, for a black man to fight a white man on Fourth of July? Remember that it was like an interview question in the movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's a weird thing to say. <laughs> I guess back then, you know, there are a lot of you know black athletes are breaking ground, maybe, and I don't mm-hmm. know, just like kind of weird thing to say to somebody. <laughs> still, still racial tension. I mean, they're yeah, right. Well, they're still here today, <laughs> right? I was gonna say, yeah, that never mm-hmm. really they, went do, away. Not, not to like really get into that. I know we're trying to end this, but like, do they get into like? the creed and like that any of that stuff like is it like people... racial stuff yeah yeah with or not, not 
Not very, uh, if they do, it's not very prominent. Okay. I don't, yeah, just, I don't really curious. remember. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. Uh, we've said it all. We've thought about it all. Uh, and after this little break, we are going to play a game and talk about it all. So hit us with some music, Brandon, and uh, we'll be back right after this. nomad friends to play a little bit of nomad fight night oh boy okay we're calling let's it do it we're gonna uh we're gonna do some trivia we're gonna do uh first to three and we're gonna allow steals this game Ooh, um, love steals so keep it so we can keep it quick these are multiple choice questions so the steals are gonna be a little easier so hopefully they can help you guys out and let's get this in a uh three round three round bout <laughs> so uh, I am thinking of a number between one and a hundred. Uh, wrote it down. What is it, Brandon? Is it a uh, sixty-nine? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nope. I get. I get to do prices right rules now. Is it sixty-eight? You son of a bitch. Nope. It was twenty-three. So Eric. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Eric. <laughs> Where was boxing first introduced as an organized sport? Oh, boy. Greece, Rome, Babylon, or Ethiopia? Um, I think boxing boxing has been around for a while. I know. Yeah. I know wrestling was Greece. Um, I, I don't know if boxing would be the same thing, but Ethiopia doesn't sound right. Babylon doesn't sound, I don't know. This one this is toughy. I mean, these are all old countries too that have been around for a while. So I'll just We're go not with Nor not around at all. I'll just go with Greece just because you know wrestling is also a, a combat sport. So yeah. that's that's my logic. That is correct. Oh, sweet. the release evidence of boxing rules date back to ancient Greece, where boxing was established as an Olympic game in 688 BC. God damn, I didn't know boxing was that old. Yeah. I mean, I guess that old. fist fighting, punching each other in the face is pretty old, so. Yeah. There's a there's a legend of a heroic ruler Theseus invented the form of boxing in which two men sat face to face and beat each other with the fists until one of them died. <laughs> so, <laughs> until one of them that... died. <laughs> like Jesus fights, Christ. Fights like Rocky, fights like Rocky do not happen anymore where like the Rocky fight would have been stopped after like the first or second oh, round, yeah. essentially, like nowadays. But uh, this isn't the seventies anymore. So over to you, Brandon. 
What is the fastest knockout ever recorded in a title fight? Ooh. 11 seconds, 5 seconds, 17, or 23 seconds? Fastest knockout. Sounds like a single punch and that guy was done, so I'll just go with the <laughs> lowest one. The five, 5 seconds, you said? 5 was the lowest. 11, 5, 17, and 23. I mean, 11 sounds more realistic, but. I'm going to go with. Actually, I'll go with 11. You're going with 11? I'll go with 11. That, that seems more realistic. That is correct. Nice, nice choice. Nice. Did it say 2017? Cassius Clay? W, WBO Bantamweight Champion Zolani Titi knocked out his opponent uh, in 11 seconds. Wow. Landed the knockout punch in just six seconds into the fight, but it took the referee another five seconds to call the fight. So, wow, went, went, wow. went to eleven. Yeah, so it was pretty one. close to five seconds. But yeah, yeah, you can probably watch that on YouTube and be the commercial will be longer than the video. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, there is there are some good ones in here, but um, I, I like this question, Eric, for you. Okay, uh, what boxer famously said that he should be a postage stamp? Because that was the only way he'd ever get licked. <laughs> was it Smoking Joe Frazier, Sonny Liston, Muhammad Ali, or George Foreman? Um, all, all recognizable names in the boxing world. Hmm. Joe Frazier, Sonny Liston, Muhammad Ali, or George Foreman? I don't know the answer. I just only like the question. Get licked. That just makes me funny. chuckle. I'll just go with Joe Frazier only because he showed up in the Rocky movie in at the beginning of the fight. So that's my only reasoning. I have no idea. Pure guess. Joe Frazier. Uh that is incorrect. Damn. Brandon. I would yeah, I would have gone with um the last choice, George Foreman. Because I George he seemed Foreman? like a goofball and say, say something like that. He is kind of a goofball. Also incorrect. Uh, uh, who was it? To Muhammad me Ali? it sounds like a Muhammad Ali. <laughs> He's <laughs> Muhammad Ali was famous for his colorful quotations. He also said, I'm okay. so mean, I make medicine sick. <laughs> Which, <laughs> That's like, good. So that, like, there's some good lines that, you know, that come out of these things. So that was a miss for Eric. Okay. Brandon, no steal. Back to you, Brandon, for a freshie. Uh, what boxer killed a man in the ring? Is it Jake LaMotta? Ivan Drago. <laughs> well, hey, hey, hey. Spoilers. Yeah, he already knows that. Uh, Mike Tyson, Sonny Liston, or Sugar Ray Robinson? Oh, Sugar, Sugar Ray Robinson. That is correct. I, I think I knew that. that. I think I knew that. Yeah. yeah. June of 1947, Sugar Ray was scheduled to defend his title in a bout against Jimmy Doyle. Uh, Sugar Ray tried to back out of the fight after having a dream that he killed Doyle, but a wow. priest persuaded him to go ahead in the fight. Jesus Christ. Uh, Sugar what? Ray Robinson scored a divisive knockout in the eighth round. Doyle was taken to a hospital immediately after the bout where he failed to regain consciousness and died a few hours later. Wow. That's got to fuck that fucking that Sugar is, Ray up. Yeah. That's pretty oh, yeah. insane. So That's after crazy. yeah, after learning Doyle planned to buy his mother a house with the prize money, oh my goodness. Sugar Ray Robinson donated the money from his next four bouts so uh, Doyle's wow. mother could purchase herself a home, fulfilling huh. her son's wishes. That's crazy. Uh, so wow. that is sad and it is tragic. It's tragic. 
So, um, it's a fucked up sport, man. I mean, it's you are beating the shit I mean, out of somebody's yeah. head. And you're just like, you know, everybody's got like that, you know, honor to it where, you know, there's no no low blows. It's just like belt up, just like pound away on each other. Fucking mm-hmm. go at it. So wow. it's a it's a sweet science. That's what they call it. So um, all right. Back to you, Eric. Uh, tell me, who is the only heavyweight boxing champion to retire undefeated record? Only heavyweight champion to retire undefeated. Muhammad Ali, Rocky Marciano, Sonny Liston, or Jack Dempsey? Hmm. To retire undefeated. Um, Undefeated is a tough one. Tough one to pull off these days. I feel like I should know this, but... Don't. I don't know about that. That's a tough. That's a tough one to know, but I I don't know. It seems like a. I don't know. If that was go. possible for somebody to go undefeated. Wow. Let's go. Uh, let's go with Rocky Marciano, since I mean that's where Rocky got his name. That is correct. Sweet. Rocky Marciano retired with a career record of forty nine and zero. Wow. In- including forty three knockouts. It's insane. Wow. His knockout to win percentage of eighty seven percent remains one of the highest heavyweights in boxing history so he must be one of the best of all ever to ever do it and yeah i have no wonder uh why rocky looked up to him so much huh jeez all right we're tied two to two again um and we are going back to brandon um let's see this question kind of sucks (laughs) oh here's a good one uh who is and I don't know if either of you guys are going to know this one. Uh, the only boxer to ever win a round without throwing a punch. Because they score every round. This rock boxer was the only one to win a round without even throwing a punch. Hmm. It's Willie Pep. <laughs> Harry, Harry Greb. You sound like Pernell they're from like the fucking 40s and 50s. Willie, yeah, Willie Pep is a good one. I like that <laughs> one for a boxer. Uh Pernell Whitaker or Floyd Mayweather? We all know Floyd. Yes, we all know. Yeah, Floyd is more modern. I feel like all the other ones sound. Willie Pep sounds like he's from the fucking (laughs) twenties. And I'm gonna pick Willie Pep just because. Yeah. Yeah. That is correct. Oh my god, Willie the Willow Wisp. Fucking Willie. Known for his speed, finesse, and elusiveness, is considered to be one of the best fighters of the 20th century. After Pep's, I don't know how this is, uh, after Pep's 199th win, which I didn't know people oh, could even fuck. box for that long, but his opponent, Kid Kempshi, described the experience as uh, trying to stomp out a grass fire. So, When was Willie Pep actively boxing? I need to know. It's got to be the 30s and 20s, right? Maybe up to the Willie 40s. Maybe. Nobody named well, Willie Pep. He was born in 1922. Okay. okay. So he actually in the 40s. lived lived till 2006. Wow. Damn. With a professional record of he, he fought in 241 fights. What? 229 wins and 11 losses. That's insane. Wow. Which How do you How are you alive after that many fights? I mean, he yeah, he was a featherweight, so he was a smaller guy, but 
yeah, he died at the ripe old age of 84. That's insane. I've never heard of Willie Pep. Hey. But how did uh... <laughs> he beat somebody without throwing throwing a punch? What did he do? Beating all, he, he won a round, not a match. How did he win the round? I'm dodging. assuming he just he just dodged. You can get points from dodging. Dodge, yeah, dodge every single punch. You're okay. gonna win. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So sure. if if they swing, that's a miss for if them. If they miss, but yeah. If you if dodge miss, it, it's a point right. for you. If they miss, a, okay. Yeah. If they miss, I don't a punch, know any of that stuff. He's probably just let's be honest. He was just fucking with a guy, right? That's what it sounded <laughs> to go like. an entire round in a boxing match and not. It was probably just something punch. he made a bet. Like, hey, I bet I could win this round <laughs> without getting hit once or throwing a punch. Yeah. So, you know, it's actually in Wikipedia. There are claims that Pep won the third round in his fight against Jackie Graves without throwing a punch. The no punch round is disputed. Several contemporary newspapers, newspaper articles make no mention of it. Huh. But. Crazy. I, uh, yeah, it's an interesting one. Yeah, so. News is, right. it's, news is a little wonky back then. It kind of ran <laughs> with a lot of shit, you know? Yeah. Word of mouth. Yeah. It was a. Yeah, see, a lot of that. No yeah. video evidence. Yeah. Oh, he cannot... didn't throw a punch, huh? Yeah, that sounds good. Write it in there. And they would just fucking go with it. Can't, con- <laughs> no, can't, can't confirm or deny. Hey, doll. <laughs> hey, doll. Awesome. Well, that was fun. Congratulations, Brandon, on your boxing. Your hey, steep, steep boxing hey, I did it. Yeah. Hey, nomads. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to be getting into Annihilation next week. Uh, Eric. Uh, why don't you give us, uh, give the people, give the other nomads a way to get a hold of us if they want to chat about Annihilation or if they want to talk about fucking Rocky. Sure. Uh, if you want to talk to us, you can reach us at Nomads of Fantasy on Twitter and Instagram. You can join our Discord, the nomadsoffantasy.com slash Discord. If you want to chat with us in there, you can email us, nomadsoffantasy at gmail.com. You can, nobody uses email anymore. You mm-hmm. can, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's that's about it. You can play our game, whatmapgame.com, if you like guessing video game maps. Um, Yeah, I think that's it. Oh, TikTok, too, at the Nomads of Fantasy. If you want to get some, we need some put some more TikToks out. Short form vids? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, we can. I like those to, always, those I like fun. to, I like to collect a couple episodes in the show and then go back and, like, kind of take some moments that I liked. But, yeah, mm-hmm. good I do, like, I want to get more... Huh. That solo video I made, I was really proud of that, but it was a lot of work for like a 30 second video. So I don't know. Maybe I'll make yeah. one of those someday <laughs> again eventually. Get a template going, but yeah. Yep. But Awesome. Well, thank you, Eric. Yes. And um, thank you, Nomads. Thank you, Rocky. I love you. Safe travels. <laughs> <laughs> Safe travels, Nomads.
get here. In 10 years, you come to my house. Huh? What's the matter? You don't like my house? My house stink? That's right, it stinks! I ain't no favor from you! Don't fall around me! Well, now you're prime. What about my prime, Mick? At least you have prime! I ain't had no prime, I ain't had nothing. Legs are going, everything is going, nobody's getting no nothing. Guy comes up, offers me a fight. Big deal, wanna fight the fight? Yeah, I'll fight the big fight. I wouldn't wanna fight that big fight, it was gonna happen to me. I wanna get that! I wanna get that! And you want me ringside and see it? Do you? You wanna help me out? Huh? Do you wanna see me get my face kicked in? Legs ain't working, nothing's working. They go, go on, fight the chair. Yeah, I'll fight him. My face kicked in. And you come around here, you wanna move in here with me? Come on here, come to my house. Real nice, come on in and move. It stinks. Two places. 